We've been going to Africa a lot recently, but we haven't been to Ethiopia, so let's go and try Anasora Natural. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. This is the third year of working with this coffee and it's something that's become like really quite special to me. This coffee represents the time and energy um, uh, of going to Ethiopia and trying to build a relationship. Uh, the coffee is not only from a private, the first coffee we bought from a private estate, but it's also from somebody who we've also been buying from who owns wet mills. Um, it is pretty unique to be able to have somebody who owns a wet mill and somebody owns land. So I'm sure you can understand why I'm really excited about it. The farm's owned by Israel de Gefe, um, second generation coffee grower from Ethiopia. The farm covers 250 hectares, which only 150 of them are currently producing coffee. But like 150 hectares is a huge farm. And when it goes to full production, which should be coming in this year, that's going to be 250 hectares. It's just obscenely large. Um, it's situated alongside the river Churo, um, and the farm uh, only currently produces natural, but there are plans in the future to take advantage of a water source. And I actually saw on Instagram and um, this week they were drilling for uh, a, a spring that's there, so they're able to start the washed coffee project. I can't wait to try Anasora washed. It's just going to be amazing. Um, and once that water source is built, Israel wants to build uh, a processing and washing station on the land as well, which again would just give him more control over all of the details. Um, it's only been a farm since 2013, and um, so it's fairly new. Um, it has an altitude of 1,900 to 2,350 metres. 2,350 metres? I don't even think you can grow coffee that high up, but uh, they're, they're able to. Um, and just super unusual thing to find. So maybe we should now go and stick our snozzers in the bowls. So it's that time to stick snozzer in the bowl. And I pick snozzer in the bowl. I choose to do this. Um, and a few weeks ago, you remember I was saying like Kenyans are the ones to smell. They're amazing. They're really good. Well, actually, I told a lie because Ethiopian naturals are even better to smell. Because of that natural processing, it really does give you a hint of what's to come. And like on the smell, I'm getting a little bit of like blueberry skin. So um, not necessarily the blueberry, but the skin of the blueberry. I'm getting a little bit of like a booziness on it as well. Uh, a little bit of kind of like, um, almost like a sherry, something like that. Um, some raisins. So you get like a really kind of like dried fruit feel to it as well. And I'm going to go with this one because Roland thinks it's in there, but I'm not 100% sure. But he always says that Anasora smells of mints. Now, not mints as in the Bolognese mints, but mince meat as in Christmas kind of um, mince pie kind of smell. And I can kind of see it a little bit, but it's not quite as strong as that blueberry skin for me. But as always, get your nose in a bowl and just have a snoz. 
So this week I'm going to do something that's a little bit more unusual. Uh, I'm going to talk about the way that Ethiopian coffee tends to be set up. So Ethiopian coffee tends to come from very small producers, quite often only owning around about 200 trees. They'll be in their back garden, they'll be in a tiny hectare of land that they have somewhere. It'll be just a very small part of how they live. So coffee doesn't become their main source of income, it's one of their sources of income. So once a year they'll go along, they'll pick the cherries, and they'll take the cherries to a receiving station, and the receiving station, there'll be a man there with a little book, it's always a man by the way, that's not me being sexist. There's a man there with a book and he'll be writing in this much, this much, and then it'll give them a little ticket, and that ticket will be worth some money to go and kind of get the cash for it. And it'll be a one-time only, maybe two or three times in a year, they'll, they'll, they'll deliver cherries, um, and then the, the process will be open. But with Israel, it's a little bit different. So Israel um, not only owns washing stations that you can deliver these cherries to, but he also owns his own land, like Anasora, where he has the coffee growing uh, himself. He's in charge of the whole process. He doesn't have 200 trees. He has many, many thousands of trees, um, which means that he has complete control over the process. Now, what I think it does with this coffee is it increases the quality of it because he's not only just delivering once or twice a year, he's looking after the farm, he's making sure that the coffee is at the perfect ripeness to pick it, he's employing people to pick that coffee for him. And after that, he's also doing the processing, the dry milling and the export. So I think this allows us to have the best coffee that we can find from Ethiopia. Ethiopians are particularly acidic, uh, very lemon-like, very... Um, uh, high in acidity, bright, kind of black tea, but the naturals tend to be the other end of the spectrum. So I can't wait for us to go and taste this one because we're just going to be having amazing, deep, dark, huge flavours. So let's go taste it right now. I can't wait to do this one, I'm going to do it quickly. Oh, natural Ethiopians are the bomb. It would make an amazing espresso. I can imagine this cutting through the milk of a cappuccino really well too, but we're gonna try it as brewed. So like earlier, the blueberry skin, I'm really getting blueberry skin, but I'm also getting a little bit of like a blueberry mousse type thing as well. Not the mousse, but the mousse. Um, uh, got a big citrus lemon acidity to it. Uh, Muscovado sugar uh, on the front very clean and very well processed natural. Really has a great body to it, great mouthfeel, big and bold, a big blueberry bomb. What else can you want from an Ethiopian natural? Thank you for joining me. Please do come along again. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.